Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's Hump Day with Swanee and Friends, Dane Swan, Samantha Riches, and we're not together. How come? Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. It's a very early morning for me. Where are, where are you, please, Dane? I'm in Perth. Oh, the sunny state. Is it sunny there today? I could just spawn 7 a.m., Samantha. <laughs> You've made him leave the microphone just to check out the window. Uh, yeah, it is. It will be. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, this is um, uh, the expansion of the Dayton Swan Foundation. Pardon? This is part of this, the uh, expansion of the Dayton Swan Foundation. Yeah, mate, just a bit back. Yeah. <laughs> so there's 15 minutes to go before Nick's heat starts. I'm just trying to get to talk amongst yourselves. <clears throat> I'll see if I can contribute a bit. I'm just trying to get a multi on. <laughs> Randall's only just been announced playing, so he hasn't he hasn't come into the player prop just There he is, so I'm waiting, but now I'm good. Just talk us through, and I'm pushing my memory here a bit, but just talk us through waking up and knowing that you haven't got any kids to attend to. Oh, I remember that. Glorious. <laughs> oh I'm fucking up earlier today. Well, I'm not earlier, but... Um, still up. Still up, thanks to Swanee and friends. That was fantastic. Did but you you're back to looking well? after Dade, your favourite. Yeah. Well, someone's got to do it, don't they? So, man of the people, here I am. That is true. That is true. How'd you go, Sam? You're back working for uh, who'd you back for this week? Fuck off. The doggies. <laughs> up the dogs. Mm. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah, up the pups. Did you yeah. do it for Bond? Did it for Bond. It was, um, yeah, it was a really good win. When I, when the crowd was piling in at the beginning and, and I did my opening speech and I was like, Wowie, it's a milestone today for the Bont. Put your hands together, ladies, gentlemen, football fans, for uh, 200, gra- 200 AFL games. I reckon three people put their hands together because there was no one in the stadium. And once the game started, I went underneath and I was like, fuck, it's quiet out there for, you know, maybe it's because it's the Hawks. And then by the time the end of the game ran around, it was absolutely fucking packed. You do work for the Bulldogs, Samantha, come on. You don't work for. Collingwood, Essendon, Carlton, well, you know. I'm well aware of this, Dane. Quite enjoy working with no, the No, they're good on them. They're, 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 going, they're, they're trying. Yeah. They're Collingwood, right. Ron Jeremy's. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that. You're pretty happy with that, aren't you? <laughs> well, some people like it, some people don't. So the more people don't like it, the more it's going to get you. Um, <laughs> is Ron Jeremy well, still well, alive? Still okay. What we discussed earlier, there was another porn star that people would know. I probably would have used him. But he's how many lock I'll ask you again, how many male porn stars would you know off the top of your head? Right. So I've done some work during the week. Oh God. Because I tried to get a top no, this is okay, but I tried to get a top ten list of porn go to uh analogies. Okay. Right, as in as in a a, a person. I could only get eight, as in mainstream. Like I've got a, I've got a mate who, um, what would be, what's that? Is big into porn. Well, <laughs> is Margaret and David still the, the the sort of go to when we're talking about movie reviewers? Oh. Uh, 
Back in well, the VHS day, he, uh, he had them covered. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, his stock would be pretty cardboard, would it? He was the, well, what's that website, IDMB or whatever it's called, yeah. a movie? He could do that for porn. But I can only think of eight who's mainstream, so, so let me go with this. So one, Ron Jeremy. Two, Jenna Jamison. Yeah. Uh, and uh, have you seen that uh, 30 for 30 about the uh, – Right, what's it called? Tito and, and Jenna, or is it? Yeah, Tito Ortez. Yes. Chuck it out, was it? Yeah, and uh, uh, who's the, who's the Dana White? Yep. Good, does he give them both a spray? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say Jenna. Uh, Sasha. Well, give Jenna a spray too at some stage. <laughs> and LEG interviewed her. Do you remember the LEG question to Jenny, Jenna Jamison when he interviewed her? No. <laughs> His opening question was, are we still explicitly rated here, Sam? Absolutely. I have to click a button yeah, next okay. week. Sam's in the fucking Antarctic. Yeah, I am. I live in Melbourne. It's fucking the cold. Hmm. LEG's opening question to Jenna Jamison was this. This is his intro. He said, well, it's not often you get to speak to someone you've waked over 300 times. <laughs> 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 we never saw Michael Parkinson or Ray Martin start with that one. So oh, wow. Sasha, who was Sasha in um, in uh, Entourage? Oh, don't know. Anyway, but she made the mainstream. Stormy Daniels, obviously, because of Trump. Yeah. Debbie. <laughs> from, yeah, from Dallas. Dallas. Two more that aren't quite well, not technically porn, but you'd say any reference to Dirk Diggler or Roller Girl. Yeah, Dirk Diggler, Boogie Nice, and, and Roller Girl, and uh, and I'll round off with. Uh, Someone, two two people I didn't know until I started working with you two, two girls. Um, with the cup. <laughs> I, I did not know that. But given the, your instant response, both of you, that tells me they've made the mainstream. So I could, I've come up with eight. That's the best I could do. So yeah. you're still Ron Jeremy. Yeah, well, he's, he'd be number one. <laughs> Can't argue with um, well, I'm not saying you can. No, yeah, exactly. So what's on this week, please? Is Hugh Hefner a porn star or is he just obviously? Ooh. Yeah, and if you've seen that Playboy documentary, you you, you won't like him. Wowzers. You saw yeah. that one, didn't you, Dane? Yeah, well, sure. it's, not, it's not about life. It's just about um, just getting a visual in people's heads when you're actually trying to explain something. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's a porn star. He he's the founder of Playboy. I don't think he, cr- he created... He wasn't a porn star. Like, did you ever see his dick? Personally, me, not no. me personally, no. But but that goes back to what constitutes a porn star. He's a star within the porn industry, wouldn't he be? Like, yeah, I'll give star. that to you. So we, I've got to nine. If anyone's got a tenth, they can get in touch. But but please, just write it. Don't send me a visual. <laughs> <laughs> we get enough visuals. <laughs> wow. We don't do that. Back to you, Dane, please. Uh, what are you doing this week? What about? Yeah, how, oh. how busy are you? Uh, well, not busy today. A couple of games of basketball. Um, uh, just in Perth till next till Monday. So play on Saturday. Then train last night with the footy club with Scarborough. Then got a couple of things tonight. Today Tuesday. So no shows Wednesday. Wednesday one day, then two Thursday, one Friday, then play Saturday, then Sunday, then home. Dane, Dane, now that um, I just wanted to just check, do your travel plans look slightly different now you've got kids? Like if you start, if you have a show on a Friday, do you elect to go on a Wednesday? Because I've noticed you there quite early in the week, considering footy's playing on the weekend. I had a function last night and took my own. Did you? Um, Two Thursday, one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday. Were you with anyone last night, Jacko or one of those? Yeah, with Jacko, yeah. You two yeah. know each other's acts okay? Yeah, I don't get much of a word in. It's a bit like the duck. No wonder they were so good on each other. Speaking of the duck, I to channel you a bit sometimes, Dave. Duck's sick of his past and he's doing a 32-part podcast series now talking about his past. Yeah. Is that why he's sick of it? Yeah, well, yeah, he's, got, he's got a few more on, I think. He's got, um, I suppose that was with him the other night. He, um, he's got a few big guests on, a few international guests. Oh, okay. No. It's not just about him. No. A famous, famous boxer, I think, with a lisp. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I think he's got a few big... 
The truth hurts. I actually haven't had the pleasure of listening to it yet, Wayne. I know you're a big fan of this, um, but uh, I probably won't get the time. But um, <laughs> everyone's doing them. They're they're in vogue now, aren't they? It's a, it's a way of communicating with your fans or your media, a way of controlling the narrative, I guess, for him. Um, Did so you give him any advice on where to go or where not to go? Urban Dictionary, I think, um, was one to, to dig your heels into, I think. Um, if you want actually I did have a fan of the show actually send one in for me the Alaskan Snow Dragon um, the Alaskan Snow Dragon when, um, well the snow reminded me in the background so this is your fault <laughs> for how ref- quick is he to blame someone else <laughs> blaming someone else I'm saying it's your uh, fault blaming someone else um, their friend of the show I won't say his name but um, yeah, friend of the show typed it in. It's an advanced sexual prank in nature, but um, you know, we can, we'll get to it later. Yeah, sure. Hey, um, just, we're, so we've got a lot of listener questions and an abbreviated show and math science that's been on fire. Don't you ever get sick of giving to people? I'm starting to. <laughs> um, I told you, generosity is one of my worst traits. Selflessness, Ralph. So. But just first, I need to discuss something with you about our co-host. Oh, God. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you see this during the week when Sam sent us a message that she refuses to get a prostate examination? <laughs> well, you're getting to that age, Samantha. <laughs> I, I identify as someone who doesn't have a prostate, therefore I don't feel like I need to get one. You can't do that nowadays. Exactly. Would you, would you, hang on, would you get a pap smear? They ain't fun. I've had one. Have you? You've had a pap smear, have you? I've had two. Just two? Just two. I have to have one every year. My, I know, lucky. For both my paps. For both my paps. I've got two of them. Both of your paps have been smeared, have they? They have, yes. Yep. I'm all clear. <laughs> Don't forget to go for your checkup. Oh, well, exactly. Exactly. You off the market? Um, you're not forty yet, though. Do you you're off the market with the uh, prostate examination? Uh, the um, yeah, but <laughs> prostate uh, examinations I get are in you know those massage places where they stay out of the front and stay open. Actually, probably need to follow them up because I actually haven't emailed me my results about <laughs> thirteen years ago. I must have sent them the wrong email. But the instrument they used was was a bit different too. I thought their thumb um, looked more like a penis. But a bit different. Um, I don't know. I should follow that up. I think that's giving me something to do today. To follow fucking that, that that place up. It's weird they haven't emailed me the results. So strange, Dane. Almost as strange as this conversation. It's fucking weird, isn't it? Well, it, it came about, Ralph. Yes. I'd like to let the listeners know because I saw a couple of weeks ago a friend of mine put on their Instagram story just a reminder to go get your skin checked. And I've never had yes. my skin checked before. And growing up in Perth, as someone who used to lather themselves in baby oil ahead of Europe, I was like, fuck, it's probably a good idea. I one day go and get my skin checked. We so, don't need that what you do inside. <laughs> on Scarborough Beach, on Scarborough Beach, actually, Dane. Did you then put sunscreen on when you went outside? Many times, yeah. I put sunscreen on every day as it is. Perineum, the sun that we we're sunning that at the time. Not my perineum, no, not at fifteen. I wasn't aware that that was such a thing with such great health benefits. Um, yeah, exactly. But anyway, I had se- I, they found seven, five on a watch list. Two have been cut out yesterday, Monday. Um, so here's my reminder to all of our Swanee and Friends listeners, if you've never had it or if it's been a while, go and get your skin checked. Take a while to look through know. mine, I would imagine. Take a while. Do you have lots of freckles? I have lots of freckles. Oh, no, I just have lots of – it would be hard to spot. Oh, I've yeah, the tattoos. Not because I have lots of freckles. I actually don't think I do, but I wouldn't know. But there's your reminder. Also, you- go get your prostate ex- checked. Go get your cervix Even checked, no same whatever way. you've got. Well, if you've got a yeah. cervix or a prostate, whether you identify as a, a prostate haver or a cervix owner, go and get them checked out. 
Go get all the checks. Anyway, you do for your second one, sounds like, Dave. Well, funny you mention that. I might rule about my 70. Still haven't had any proper feedback. <laughs> but, I enjoyed it so much, I've got a second opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you guys. All right. Excuse me, the dog's having a drink in the background. There we go. Dane, uh, this is from Turtle Magpies. Dane, can you recall a game from your playing days that had umpiring as putrid as crow's v swans, uh, crow's v pies? Not really. Um, did you watch it? I did. I was dual screening with you just putting out feeds. And yeah, any, any response from the umpires department yet? I'm still waiting. I think we, perhaps we need an investigation. They were clearly trying to um, manufacture the outcome of the game. No, they weren't. Even like, pardon? No, they weren't. Most? What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, I can't afford you to say that. Why? Without me distancing myself from you. Right, well, I I hope a fucking couple of them aren't playing this week. Um, They would have gone back up here. In the third quarter or second quarter when he fixed his hair and they called play on from the boundary in the back pocket. Um, Well... It's obviously known that the umpires have, in fact, cheated at some stage, obviously in the Brownlow. So um, there's a precedent there. I hope it's not true, but um, well, you tell you tell me those three kicks, like what possibly reason could you have had for not paying them? Any of they them? were blindsided. They were on the wrong side of it. Blindsided? Have you right seen the, the shoulder? Staring fucking Ocotenia in front of it, vision staring right at him, at Nathan Murphy. From Jake Hev. There's four umpires. The Ash Johnson one where he got tackled in the goal. Umpire was blindsided. Mate, well, they, I don't know. The weird thing is it, the AFL would want Collingwood to go far because they're the biggest club, so they sell more tickets, more merchandise. So I don't know whether, why the AFL would send a narrative out that they don't want Collingwood to win. Um, it's quite bewildering. But um, we they just keep winning? In spice of people trying, you know, against them, everyone against them, but the Pies just keep doing what they're doing. It this makes the great theatre. Uh, I know they had no right to win that game, but um, they somehow they did. What, what do you think about the umpiring, Ralph? Um, well, it's typical of a home ground. That wasn't. So I'm nice and boring, but it, it, the the reason home ground advantage is so pronounced is due to umpiring. But that wasn't. Like, I, asked the, I asked the footy statistician this last year. I'm I'm a very neutral, biased, unbiased. <laughs> I am. I, if they don't deserve to win, I can fucking admit that. But like, you look, but even like it was talked about for four days afterwards, the umpiring. So it wasn't like I was just going, making something up out of nothing. Like the whole football community was talking about how bad it was. So, like, that, and that wouldn't get a response given it's Collingwood supporters. Umpire number nineteen doesn't deserve his job this week. There's absolutely no. There's just no ifs or buts about it. If put it this way, it's more of an indictment on him if he wasn't cheating. That means he's just fucking awful at his job. So, can I just say once again, I'm distancing myself from that. Well, Don't say that. Well, <laughs> say you shit. You can he, say you shit. That's what I mean. So, like, he should have, like, I hope he was shit. <laughs> that, well, that's an indictment because he's, he's very, very bad at his job. He had um, a bad day. We've all had bad days. I know. And what happens when you have a bad day? Playing football, you get dropped. From Jake Hav. You so, playing any games in Perth? What Might pop down. On for? What's that? What are you moving on for? <laughs> We've got 50 messages. Well, it's not my fault you have to leave early. <laughs> oh, I don't. Sam does. Well, we started know, late because I had to do Warnable. Oh, well, did you get a winning yesterday? No, didn't try. No. Okay. Um, no. Heavy 37. Um, the umpires obviously had a bad day, a very, very bad day, and I hope they pay the price with their jobs for this weekend. As, um, a, as an unbiased bias supporter. Yeah, I'm an unbiased bias supporter that just is a neutral observer and watches the game on its merits. And I found the umpires... Financially invested. I was. Well, one, I mirrored it again. I had Pies 1 to 39, and I took the Crows plus 4.5. So I think that's just going to be my thing going forward because the Pies will do math science in a bit, but the Pies will lose at some stage. It's coming. 
think they'll lose one of their next four against a side they shouldn't. So I'm just going to take keep taking one of 39 and pies at the at the opposition at the line. And Actually, just before we move on, I want to congratulate Sam for her weather information last Saturday. Mate, you're Sydney fun. was a heavy 37 at Rose Hill. What, what happened? I, I was playing and I was like, I was obviously fuck out a big day. We had a big day and I was like, didn't even get to look at it. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, the under in this game was the doge. Just to go under. I looked at the score. It was 100 at each. Like, it couldn't have gone more over for try. So the first thing you do is send a message to me and say I'm a beauticus. Yes. <laughs> I, I was, you, you're like, cause I took the over in that. I would have had a $300 multi going. Um, and that, that had a one. I've been very angry. I've never listened to YouTube bozos about the weather again. This morning, this morning when I was doing my prep, I looked at all the weather and I was like, I don't, I don't even know why if I'm you, doing this. Okay, if you tell me that the game's going to be an absolute doge, I'm taking the over. So, um, I'll be but going. it was wet. That's my point. I'm not even going to bother. Down you guys just yep. do your own weather Ranger. checks. Then how do they score so much? It just happened. Okay. They kick between the two big sticks, Dane. That's how. I was more upset with you guys than the, than the umpires. I can tell. Right, I'll, I'll say it again. It. From Cav, are you playing any games in Perth? Might, might pop down for a watch and a beer. So, where are you playing? Oh, I am. I'm playing. I'm playing it. Um, no, it's not in Perth. It's um, Chapman Valley. How far off that? Four hours. Who are you playing for? Chapman Valley. Is that the footy club that you're playing for in Chapman Valley? Yes. Um, no down worries. Geraldton Way, I think. Oh, up Geraldton Way. <laughs> up Geraldton Way. Geraldton's yeah. about six, six to eight hours, depending on how you, your mode of transport. Are you flying up there? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> From Caleb Barras, are you disappointed not to get a gig as a legend on the new AFL 23 game and that Heath Shaw did? Uh, well, um, the umpires again. <laughs> i got a lot to answer for. Uh, no, I think, um, yeah, they use the wet term legend on there very fucking loosely. Glenn Jakovic is on there as a legend. Yeah, come on. Um, Jacko is a legend in Perth. Just ask him. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't want to spill, you know, what are they called, behind the um, cloth secrets, whatever it is. But we did get an email, many, I don't know, thinking about it. Because I did look, I was like, fuck, it's a bit stiff that a couple of players on here that I would think I've probably got covered. But um, they in your playing uh, days or now would you have them covered or both? I uh, fuck if I'd have covered now, but um, no, nah, from when I was at my peak, I'll, I'll probably have a fair few of them covered now because a lot of them still aren't playing. Um, I'll see if I can find it. I've got a feeling it might have had something to do with some financial uh, incentives or disincentives. Yes, yes, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. So, um, see if I can find an email. Um, so you basically got asked if you want to be a part of it, um, send, you know, fucking email us back and let us know and you can get paid. But I, I forgot. <laughs> now, now, Sam, let me have a little guess here. Do you think I forgot equals the juice wasn't worth the squeeze? Uh, it, it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I, was, I think I was just, I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if it's worth fucking writing back to this email. You didn't and write if back. If I had, I probably, would, I probably would have got pickers to do it for me. I second you just fucking tell them. There wasn't. I was fine. I'll tell you how much it was, but um, there wasn't much. Uh, but yeah, that that is why the people that run are on it because they emailed back and said, "Yes, please, I will be a legend for a thousand bucks or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> I just. This is from Reese, uh, Reese Standen. Was Dane the only VIP not to be invited to Kyle Sandyland's wedding? Which, which well, wedding? He's had a few, hasn't he? I see. Um, yeah. yeah, I've never had any. He's a Sydney guy. I've never had any contact with him. Um, yeah, no, he's, he must have a really good personality, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> Batting out of his leg a bit, you're suggesting? Oh, well, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it's because he's 
quite wealthy, would you? I, I doubt that would have anything to do with it. Good personality. What do you think, yeah. Samantha? I don't, I don't get the appeal because I don't even know if the personality's there. He's rich, I would imagine, is the appeal, yeah, Samantha. But at, but at least, like, if you're going to, you know, like, if you gave me some options here and you were, like, rich, funny, but 90, and then Kyle Sanderlands, I'd probably take rich, funny, and 90 over Kyle Sanderlands. So you haven't got long? Haven't got long. And at least we can have a laugh, you know? And they probably wouldn't be able to get erect either, so you wouldn't Correct. have to do much. Correct. Whereas <laughs> Kyle's going to be around for a while. His personality is also going to be around for a while. Yeah. You know? It's just I don't know, the right. ju- I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze over at Camp Sandlands. And imagine you'd be squeezing oh, the juice. A, a fair few than- times. <laughs> more than I would yeah. like. So... <sighs> so, From Brendan, uh, uh, along similar lines. Uh, uh, like a toy boy or a toy girl. Say that again. Have to deal with a nine-year-old because you could just lay there and deal with it. The male actually has to fucking like close his eyes and try and punch out a load. <laughs> so who do you who do you think would it's more troubling for? Because you could just lay there and just close your eyes and pretend it's someone else. Oh, I guess the male could do that, but you, you could, like, you just have to lay there. The man, we would actually have to. Why do you have to close your eyes? So I can not look at them? <laughs> what do you mean? To visualise someone else, I would imagine. If you've if you, if you got a 90 year old, if you've got a 90 year old lady fucking in between your legs, I think that wouldn't be great. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Do I have an answer? No, no, no. What do you think, Ralph? Do you think it'd be more tricky for the man or the woman? It's all the younger one. With medical assistance or without medical assistance? For who? Well, to, to, to firm up the rope. That's what I mean, but for the old for the old <laughs> <boys? laughs> How's your glass of milk there, going, Sam? That visual got me. Firm up the rope. <laughs> medical assistance. Go give it that. What, what is ever available in the free world? From Britain, uh, speaking of which, should Collingwood ask Peter Dacos to have another kid or auction off his semen? Oh, well, I've said this before. Yeah, he's like um, Godolphin should get him. He should be should sit on the, He should see a fucking extra Frankel. Just mount. If there's any single fam, I know his wife probably wouldn't appreciate it, but if there's any, he could make a fair earn off him. Well, he's probably making a fair earn off his sons now. He's fucking the most popular father in the business at the moment. Um, the only father that's more popular than him is Christmas. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to drop uh, that, Dane? Ah, it just popped into my head then. I did it. Uh, quite, I'm quite witty, Samantha, in case you haven't realised yet. No, I've, I've, I've noticed. From mm. SIA Nation, who's a, who's a liar, yeah. by the way, uh, because he starts off by saying, no question, but nothing beats listening to you three talk shit while, once a week while driving. And then he follows up with a question. <laughs> so he has got a question. <laughs> What's the best pledges Dane has received or heard? Has given, received or heard? Um... Well, I have one, but um, it's I have a, a, quite a good place, but I only usually like to tell it in person because this is recorded. So mm. yeah, very um, good. Yes, and no, and the charity uh, talk. It is, but it's one half of it certainly wouldn't be allowed 
in today's day. <laughs> so I don't want to get said person in trouble for making a racist comment. So, yeah. But I have to tell it because the, the punchline is very, very funny and it always gets a big laugh. But, um, but that, um, sledge me. Mate, when I got sledge, I just got the same shit. I still get it all over and over again. I was, I got shit tattoos or I was fat or I was like a junkie. But just there's nothing clever ever come my way. Um, nothing funny. Um, but yeah, no, no, me, my sledging, I was more trying to give more of a humorous, yes, Samantha? Oh, no, I was just waiting next in line. You go, keep going. Oh, you put your hand up. You go, you're a girl. No, I was just um, wanting to let you know, Dane. I know you've been a big advocate for the fact that tennis players come across quite boring because they don't like any talking and all that sort of nonsense. Um, but I had this conversation last night, actually. Look at the path three of the live golf. Where I went, everyone was, that needs to happen every hole. Tennis players, they're the best players in the world. They make fucking hundreds of millions. They can't handle a little bit of a chitter-chatter in the crowd. Yeah, well, two tennis players, Jess Pagula and Francis Chiafo from America, have come out in the last couple of weeks and been very vocal about the fact that they would love a bit of sledging to come into the game. They would love a bit of that banter, a bit of chatting in between points. They like to bounce off the crowd. Um, and they want to see more of it come in because they agree with you, Dane, that it can just it's just a bit boring and ridiculous that no one can talk I'm between points. And I'm Nostradamus. I'm a man ahead of my time. Um, I should sit me on boards of all the major sports. I'd fucking improve all of them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. There needs to be noise. You pay big money to go to those big events. Mm. You can't fucking get on your phone or you can't ask your mate four seats down if, he wants a burger while I'm going to the shop. Like, <laughs> certainly, you have to wait for the point to finish. Like, they're the best players in the world. I understand if they were dealing with some kind of disability or, you know, they're some way, you know, different. But, like deaf tennis. You know, best, they need to be able to hear the best ball. players in the world. Mm. Golf, every sport. Chess, you're the best players in the world. Fucking make it a bit harder. Concentrate a bit more. You don't need a slight zephyr and they need to stop. Fucking the AFL boys don't. They don't get out there and have a crack. They cop all kinds of stuff. That's from, stuff. from Kel, give a shout out to Dane coming to Gormandale in a couple of weeks' time, please. Where's Gormandale? Where is that? Well, if you don't know, Ralph, I'm not telling you. Yeah, that's what you always say. You don't know either. Um, <laughs> did you know that Tashi's got a team coming into this conference? <laughs> that's all I've heard. That's all I've heard all yeah, week. Yeah, kept that quiet. Um, uh, from Ennis. How boring has it been like with, you know, the footy – the Tassie stuff and the Andrew Dillon stuff. Like, does anyone really care about that stuff over the last week? Andrew Dillon, I've met his great guy, and I'm sure he'll be good for the game. But And the Tassie game, well, we all know my thoughts on more teams, but um, even though Tassie probably deserved one at some stage, I think North Melbourne should maybe go there, like you know, I said. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. But, yeah. They wouldn't have wanted him Saturday night, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, um, well, it wasn't that the easiest double of all time, Carl? <laughs> Melbourne at the line, um, but uh, I think yeah, there's just too many teams. Well, we're just going to dilute the talent pool again. And you know, I reckon we're going to get games, more games like that on the weekend. Um, and then once the 20th team comes in, it's going to be even worse. But if you, we're going to spin it as a positive, Ralph. There's more games to gamble on. <laughs> Not until there's 20. There's only going to be a buy. Yeah, well then there'll be more games to gamble on. So. More time away from the family, more time stuck at the TV, more research <laughs> being done. So, um, brilliant. I wonder, yeah, I'll, I'll get down to Tassie for a game or two. It's in Hobart, yeah? Yeah. Hobart's, yeah. Hobart's nice for a weekend. It is. Beautiful place to visit. Yeah. From, all right, I'll keep these quick because we've got to go a bit earlier and we'll get into math science. So, I'll keep some of these for next week as well. But I'll just finish. Ennis has said, did not hear one of Ralph's horse tips. Not sure if it got cut off or if he needs to not ramble so much. Um, no, you, well, you're stuck with my rambling, but at this time of year, fields aren't out, so I put it on our Insta story on Sunday morning. So if you follow us on Instagram, which you clearly do, given you've sent us a message, uh, that's how it comes up. So, But I will say one for this week. What, uh, is Instagram, what is our Instagram in case people need to know? So look it up. Swanny Friends? I'm sure it's Swanny Friends. So Swanee that's, that's it. Swanny friends without the end. Is that correct? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Swanny and friends. It is Swanny and friends. It Must is. be the Twitter handle. So, um, so yes, 
that'll be on Anne's story. But I'll tell you one for this week. They'll run a really good race. It's my each way one. I'll put that on the scoreboard. September run in the Sangster Stakes. It's $15. Craig Williams rides. As long as it's not, if it's buckets down in Adelaide, don't. But, um, you know, what we're like with the weather there, Dane. So that's yeah. it there. But we'll keep the other messages. We've got a heap of them. We appreciate them all. And we'll get to them all next week when we're back together. So, Sam, you take over. Roger that. Hello and welcome to round eight of the AFL Premiership season and our maths science episode. We're going to get straight into it today and I'm not even going to do weather checks. I've got them up there. I've had a look at which games may or may not be affected by the weather. However, after the flak we copped throughout the week from Dane, um, he, he got off field rather quickly to give us the feedback. Um, yep. I'm going to leave it to him to do his own yep. weather checks. Yep. So the first game is Friday night footy at Marvel Stadium, 7.50pm bounce between the Carlton Blues and the Brisbane Lions. Carlton are playing $1.86. Brisbane are $1.98. The line is minus 1.5 to Carlton and the over-unders, Dane, is 170.5. Um, let me have a look here. Carlton... I'm not convinced in Carlton. I'm not convinced Brisbane can play in Melbourne. Is this what the MCG said? So I was just... Marvel. Putting on. Marvel. Weather should be okay. What? what? <laughs> the weather should be okay at Marvel. Give me the under. One of us will be right. I'm going the over. Uh, no, no, I was only joking. I was thinking... Um, <laughs> I don't trust Brisbane. Carlton... Was the over? I don't mind that. 170 and a half. It's always about 170 these days, isn't it? 160. Um, I'm either taking Carlton at the line or I'm taking the over. Give me Carlton. <laughs> I, just, I, don't trust Brisbane. I don't trust Brisbane in Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, oh, look, I'm the same, but I trust that they can score. I don't, can't trust they can I'm, defend. I'm not sure Carl, I, was gonna, I think Brisbane could get there. I'm not sure Carlton can get there. What, that, the amount of scores? Yeah, but yeah, I, well, I, I do like the over. Um, that, but I'm giving Carlton one more chance because then if they lose, at least I get to abuse them on social media for fucking up my bets. <laughs> so it's a win-win for me. That'll do. So give me Carlton. Over's me, Sam. Carlton is right yours. So I'll see them. All right, Saturday afternoon football, 1.45pm bounce at the mighty MCG. The Richmond Tigers are hosting West Coast. Richmond are $1.11, West Coast $6.70. The line is minus 39.5 to Richmond. And the over-unders, Ralph, is 170.5. Well, if we ignore the Suns game last week, which you should often have a look at, ask yourself a question if you ignore a week, would the line have been 55 points? I think it would, so... Oh, Richmond's surely come here with a murderous mood. West Coast are decimated. Richmond just need to show one last gasp, but they're still about. They've been playing pretty well without winning, which which can be a contradiction in terms, but 39.5 should not be a problem for them to sail past. So uh, just go with the obvious here, Dane. Yeah, for the time being, you don't even have to give me these lines when West Coast and North are playing. Just, fucking give, me, just, just give me the minus on whoever's playing it until they prove they can get within 80 points of someone. But they're a great second half side because sides fucking put the queue in the right. Like sides get about eighty points up on them. Happened two of the last three weeks, and then everyone just cruises and they fight their way back to a game. Same quarters one doesn't count. Yeah, no. Um, expected score. Um, how's that one going? Adelaide um, beat Collingwood. Are you okay? Pies are struggling. Pies are fucking battling at the moment. Expected scores, which is a shame. But yeah, how you could how you could possibly think West Coast to get within forty points of anyone at the moment? Not named North Melbourne. Maybe Freo and Hawthorne. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the Tigers fucking should win this easily. Is that your opinion as well, Ralph? Yes. Roger that. Moving on to the next game. We're heading down the highway to Geelong. GMHBA Stadium at 2.10. The ball will be bounced between Geelong Cats and the Adelaide Crows, Geelong's paying $1.18. Adelaide is $4.90. The line is minus 30.5 to the Cats. And the over-unders to this one, Dane, is 165.5. I'm not asking. Don't ask them. <laughs> why, why is it so low? Well, have a think about it. Why is it so low? 
Well, you can have a think about that. I'm not going to answer that question today. <laughs> just tell them, I just want to know why. Why? Why? Someone ask me why is this so low? Well, you have I, to I, ask the 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 guys that make up the markets at. Okay. Well, I haven't. I haven't done any research. But I me. I reckon Geelong have kicked about 140 points a week for the last month. So that would mean Adelaide have to kick four goals too. I can see Adelaide kicking four goals. So give me the over. Now, I've done my stats here. I've done my stats. Mm -hmm. And Adelaide have never lost to Cadinia Park in 2023. (laughs) So I think that's a fantastic bet. 30 and a half bet of the round. Crows at that start, given the Crows form, which is very, very good. And they, uh, you get five goals in because of historical stats, not because of what's happening now. So better the round, Crows at the five-goal start. Oh, I, I disagree, but okay. You don't Cats disagree because you're going overs. Cats 1 to 39 maybe, but um, yeah, okay. No, I, I, I just, but I just disagree with that bet. I'll, I'm going to take Dylan at the line as well, but that's not for my scoreboard. Okay, but overs for your scoreboard. Yeah, well, 165 is a very low life for a side that's fucking kicked 130 points a week. For a month, so there must be something fishy going on. I don't know, but I refuse to. I refuse to ask why. Well, I did ask why, I didn't get an answer. I refuse to answer. Good. Next game, Saturday afternoon football up in Queensland, Heritage Bank Stadium, four thirty-five PM bounce between the Gold Coast Suns and your mob, Ralph, the Melbourne Demons, the Suns. Are paying three dollars. Melbourne a dollar thirty-nine. The line is plus seventeen point five to the Gold Coast, and the over/unders is one hundred and sixty-five point five. Well, Gold Coast need, need to pr- prove they can back themselves up uh, when they've done well, and they did do well against Richmond. Uh, Melbourne are fucking awesome, and yes, I've said that as a supporter, but they're in the zone. Three goal start is good enough for me. These, please. Yeah, um, the, shoot, the line should be. 28, 29 points, you would think. Um, getting three goals, Melbourne, anyone who's... We wouldn't even know Gold Coast were playing unless we were gambling. <laughs> so we wouldn't even know Gold Coast existed. So um, I don't mind the over either because Melbourne feel like have kicked fucking a million points a game too. Ralph, have they? Oh, they're just on fire. Yep, scoring yep. high. Uh, they're, they're going very well quarters one and they're, kicking, yep. and they're beating expected score. Well, well, hey, can you stop that? It's a juggernaut. Exactly. Well, yeah, Melbourne should win this game by five goals plus. You would think it's just about my best bet of the round. I haven't looked at the other games, but so far that is. All right, moving on. Got a couple of fucking big. I didn't even check the fixtures. Jesus, we've got a couple of big games coming up. Three minutes to go, Zidane. You have to be quicker. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus. Saturday evening football. GWS Giants are hosting the Western Bulldogs at Monica Oval in Canberra. The Giants are paying $2.42. The Bulldogs are $1.57. The line is plus 9.5 to GWS. And the over-under for this one is 169.5. Is it here yet, Dane? Is it here? Listen, well, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. It's, it's fucking due because this is a tough game to pick, so I'm going to have to take it over or under. Is it my go? Yeah. I want the orange tsunami. I want to see it. Give me the over. Snap. Uh, I'll go. Sorry, over points or GWS for the line? No, no, over total points. Over total points for Dane. All right, I'll go uh, GWS at line. Go back to my V of the home side. Bulldogs could be up for a bit of a dip, and I think GWS are putting their season together. There'll be a big conference booster for them last week, like the eight and a half start at a home ground. All right, couple over, yeah. You're writing this down, Dave? Yeah, I'm writing it down as I go so I can bet them as well so I don't forget. All right, we're heading over to where Dane's hanging out this week, the West. Fremantle are hosting Hawthorne at Optus Stadium for a 7.30 p.m. bounce. The Dockers, game. The Dockers are paying $1.37 somehow. Premiership favourites. The Hawks are $3.14. The line. Well, we're trying to catch out, Ralph. I reckon the line is minus sixteen point five to the Dockers, and the over under is one hundred and sixty six point five. Ralph, who, who's going? Go, Dane, uh, because we've got the pies coming up later. Uh, uh, 
Give me Freo one to thirty nine. How much will you hate yourself if Hawthorne Cup beat him? Well, I might, I might stab someone. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here. Allegedly. Uh, um, so yeah. So my starting point is home ground, and then ask yourself a question: Should that still be your point? And when it's Fremantle who are shit this year and not playing for their coach and are just diabolical. Uh, then I think Hawthorne are playing for their coach and I'll take the 16 and a half. And even if Freo put it together, I'll cop that because I'd be stick on the other side of the bet. Yeah, no, I agree. But I'm over here. Um, on that to the front. people. Yeah, 1 to 39. Then this is it. This is it. I'm not losing another fucking dollar on those assholes. If they, that is it for me. If they lose this game, well, if they win by 40 plus, I'll cop it. But if they lose this game... You don't even have to ask me about Freya for the rest of the year. I'm taking the other thing. <laughs> Man of his words, Sam. Wow. We'll see. I, I couldn't even go the other way. If the, if the, not, there's only not many Freya fans. If they want to talk, get on a roll with them like West Coast. They just back them every week and get them a win. But um, just don't like them after they play shit, Brent. <laughs> All right, Sunday afternoon football. We're heading back to Adelaide Oval. Port are hosting Essendon. Port are paying $1.52. Essendon are $2.53. The line is minus 12.5 to Port and the over-unders, Ralph, is 173.5. I think this will be a bit of a dogfight. You can understand why Essendon were flat last week on the five-day break and Geelong were up and about. Um I think the unders. Uh, Essendon have got a renewed focus on their defence this year, eliminating last week. Uh, as I said, there's a bit of an outlier, and as does Port, they were playing good footy for Ken Hinckley. So I don't think they'll cover that 173 and a half, and they'll take the unders. Uh, Freo, uh, Freo, still got them on my brain. Essendon's bubble has burst. It's just a matter of whether I think they're going to win by a heap or 1 to 39. Um, Port might smack them here, but give me one to give me Port one to thirty nine. Yeah. All right, got that. All right, Dane, it's your mob. Collingwood are hosting Sydney at the MCG on Sunday afternoon for a three twenty PM bounce. Collingwood a dollar forty four. Sydney two dollars eighty two. The line is minus fifteen point five to the Pies, and the over under is one hundred and seventy one point five. This won't take long. Yeah, well, what, what, what else do you think? <laughs> Calling it one to 30 on? Exactly. And just before we quickly get off that, what about these people that's, that's trying to tell, tell people to steal purposely kicked a point? There's a lot of talk around it. A lot. Oh, he purposely kicked a point to keep the ball up the fucking... Up would, that, would that not be a strategy? If there's 30 seconds to go? Come on. Let's be serious. You, really? You keep the goal. You cannot lose. If you keep the goal. Cannot lose. But if there's 30 seconds to go, they you could. back yourself to keep the ball in compared to a 6-6-6 rule. That's a fucking ridiculous idea. Okay. Absolutely ridiculous. The people that – I guess we've got a lot of sports experts that pay for pings, but the fact that they're going – well, if they come out and say we try to kick a point, I'll fucking – you can knock me over with a feather. <laughs> oh, there is no way on the planet that he's purposely gone and missed that so I kept keep the ball in, in the fuck of... Mate, they nearly got it out. If that Rochelle had a fucking hand Absolutely. Ball, the hand was on. It was on. So, like, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that people are fucking trying to say that he purposely missed that. But anyway, 1 to 39, and then if I'm still live in all my multis, I'm going to take Sydney at the line because that's worked for me the last three weeks, so I'm going to middle it again. <laughs> I'll take unders. I think uh, Sydney um, with uh, uh, not Paddy McCartan, what's his brother's name, Tom McCartan, back for a second week. I think they're going to get their defence together. They were too loose last week. That'll be their focus. And Collingwood aren't scoring big scores, but they're getting it done. So I think 171 and a half is too high and aligned, so I'll take the under. And Pies will lose a game in the next month. They're not supposed to. I don't know which one it will be, but they will. So I'm just... It's a math science warning? It is. It's a math science warning, yeah. Oh, we'll keep our eyes and ears out for that one. Okay, it's the last game of Ooh, the round. The Excited about this one, Dane, are you? I just, I just keep seeing the games pop up as I'm looking down, and um, this is one that should absolutely fill the MCG or Marvel, wherever it is being played. <laughs> Marvel, you reckon it's a sellout? North Melbourne are hosting St Kilda on Sunday 
Afternoon, evening, 4.40pm bounce. North are paying $6.70. The Saints, $1.11. The line, Ralph, is plus 37.5 and the over-unders is 163.5. I had a beautiful night at the footy last Saturday night with my daughter and just watched Melbourne play uh, some witches hats that had a North Melbourne jumper on it. There is no way known I could have 37.5 start for North Melbourne. There's just no big line big enough against St Kilda, who are a good side. And coming off a loss, they'll be wanting to rebound hard. So uh, just go with the obvious Saints, 37 and a half. Yeah. I know. I still haven't got to remember. I was, I was, I was, was I, am I trying to outsmart myself and think Alistair Clarkson's going to have to do something here? Like if every, yes. every morsel in my being is saying, well, they'll cop a flogging again. But does Alistair Clarkson just pull a rabbit out of a hat? She needs to because they're pathetic. I just, I just can't. I can't live with myself. To no, that's the thing. So, and I know the Saints don't belt sides. What's the total there? The total is 163.5. No, I, I have to watch North. No, give me yeah, give me the Saints <laughs> the line. <laughs> exactly. How do you feel if you if you get it wrong and yeah, if you get it right? If you get it wrong, Australia's same with North. Saints oh. and North going. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Give me a Saints at line. All right, so Dane, Dane's best will be on Dabble. My best is Adelaide 30 and a half. For my math science each way scoreboard, September run in the Sangster, and I'll put a couple others up on our Insta story on Saturday morning. All my stuff, racetrackralphie.com.au. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Dane, for getting up early and uh, doing this show for the people. I know that they really Doesn't appreciate it. Uh, if you are having a Dabble over the weekend, please Dabble responsibly. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 